Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. Oh, my family, let me tell you, where are those baritones? Man. I've left word not to have an organ in my funeral. (laughs) Beautiful sounds of music. That is the Gaither band, my family, with, uh, it's a, it's a, what do you call it? It's a, um. A medley, uh, just a little talk with Jesus, uh, 1995, uh, featuring a couple, a couple of, uh, amazing artists and, uh, that was just dedicated to Omi Han. So our time is 41 after four. That is your time here on Radio Pulpit. My family, we're preparing for a conversation, uh, with Udato Sandile Swana and, uh, he joins us on the line straight after this. So before we cross over, uh, to a quick break, hello, Hazel. The answer to the riddle. We were asking the question, a farmer has six eggs. He breaks two, he fries two, he eats two. How many does he have left? And Shalom J says it, uh, it's four. I don't know. EB says it's four. Tselimbilo says it's four. Hazel says it's four. I don't know. Let's see if Utadusona can actually get this right for us. Yeah? Let's see. Let's, let, let's see. We'll get him on the line. Be doers of the word with 657 AM. Songs of life. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, true, authentic, Christian radio. Oh, my family, 42 after 4, that is your time. We welcome on the line a governance specialist. He's an academic. Uh, he's also a media and social commentator, Dato Sandi Leswana, joining us at this time for a review uh, for the uh, uh, BRICS Summit, which uh, was hosted by South Africa this past week. Of course, my family already know uh, BRICS is a block of economies formed for the purpose of highlighting investment opportunities. Uh, we've seen um, some of of the uh, benefits from that uh, from that agreement or that union. Of course, China remains the darling of the six member states uh, with an economic growth rate of over 1.62 GBT, uh, GDP rather of 1.62, an average of 1.62 over uh, the past 20 years now. So something very interesting happened when... Um, the BRICS countries came together. They uh, formed a development bank, which was supposed supposed to uh, 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 boost investment opportunities and continue to support uh, growth within the economies of the member states of the BRICS bloc. I don't know uh, how much that hundred uh, hundred million dollar investment bank has 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 impacted and. Um, you know, developed South Africa. I don't know. I don't know how much we have benefited from all of that. Uh, so this summit came with a cup 
couple of surprises. I don't know if we're going to be able to, you know, look at all of the nuances and the conversations and sort of the implications, but I'm sure Dr. Sandilisana will be able to give us the important highlights which affect you and I, uh, if nothing else, at least to continue praying right for South Africa, our country. Dada, good afternoon and thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much, uh, Ayanda, and thank you to your listeners as well. Yeah. So, Dada, a farmer had six eggs. <laughs> he broke two. Uh, he fried two and he ate two. How many does he have left? Please just settle it for us before we go into our conversation. Uh, six eggs. Yes. Six eggs. If you have six eggs, you he said he boiled two. He broke two? He ate... Oh, he broke two. Yeah, he fried two. He ate two. So, how many does he have left? Ah, uh, he's only left with two. Uh, if it's anything that is of value, there'll only be two. <laughs> so mm. You're not helping us. You're not, you're not settling this matter. <laughs> but that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you broke them in terms of stealing them on the floor, then he's lost those two. No. Then he's left with four. No. Then if he fried two, at least those two have got value. Okay, okay, that's an interesting way of looking at it, but that's not the answer. That's not the answer. Anyway, so listen, you know what? Let's let's leave the eggs, okay? Uh, I'm sure there's a couple of eggs that were broken this past week. There's a couple of eggs that were fried in Santon this past week. Let's come to the to the crux of the matter, Dada. Um, Briggs, the summit has happened, and uh, lots of decisions taken, uh, coinciding, of course, with the state. Uh, with the state visit of China. Talk to us about that. Yes. Um, I want to start on the side that is closer to us uh, as as South Africans now, immediately. Uh, So in the meeting, there were two meetings. One was the state visit of China to South Africa, Mm. 11 agreements were signed that will affect our universities, our businesses, and so on and so forth, uh, that are beneficial to South Africa between the, the People's Republic of China and the Republic of South Africa. Then there are other, there's a declaration that was made which is under the summit. So the summit has got its own story. But I would like to take just two little examples out of these uh, so-called 11 agreements that were there. Mm. One of them is dealing with avocados. Oh, yeah. Hmm. South African farmers, as we speak today, are stuck in the avocado industry to the point that they are unable to plant new trees. Because mm-hmm. the country of Peru has saturated the European market with avocados, so we can't have more places to export. Mm. China has opened the market for avoc- South African avocados. Right. The amount of avocados we are going to sell to China is three times what we are selling now, which means that industry alone is going to grow by 300%. Mm, 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 mm. Which means that new plantings, which means the amount of plantings, the number of trees has got to multiply by, by three. Mm. 
people who work in nurseries, people who provide the fertilizers, mm. everything to do with avocado. Those are jobs. Those are investment opportunities. That's fantastic. Opened up going forward mm. by China. That's mm. just one out of 11. This is another one. It gives you an illustration. Uh, you know, there are groups in South Africa that can say to you, uh, before now, mm. that we, 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 before now, that we can sell beef to China with 500 cattle per month. Mm. One company, one agricultural company. Now, all that is left with all these opportunities is, are you the person who's going to be having the avocados to sell to China? Mm. Are you going to be the person who's going to have the cattle, the beef to sell to China? And all the other products that China is demanding now from South Africa that they must come mm. and be sold. These opportunities are there, but are you preparing yourself? Are you getting ready to deliver on these opportunities sure. and benefit mm. from these opportunities? Uh, our universities are going to benefit with science, technology, and mm. general uh, social sciences, the research centers, and so on. There's a wide, as I said, there are about 11 different agreements that have been signed. And these agreements are signed after preparation. So when Ramaphosa and President Xi Jinping mm. appear to sign, all the ministers, the DGs, and the technocrats have already fixed everything. So this thing is ready to start pumping as we speak. Mm. So the relationship with China and South Africa today is going to start pumping, knowing that China is already the number one exporter to South Africa and then the number one importer out of South Africa. Mm -hmm. So our trade with China is the biggest, bigger than any nation on earth, as we speak. But these agreements that have been signed now are going to multiply that. The only question is whether Murolong Mukubung, Kumede, Fandemeve, are you ready to go and take advantage of those opportunities? Sure. That's 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 that's, then, that's the one. Hmm? Yeah, no, I'm saying that's the one, Dada. Let me just so ask... So that's the one leg of what happened. It's concrete, it's tangible. That happened at the union building between Sir Ramaphosa and the president of China. Hmm. The other one took place in Santi. Okay. Which was called the BRICS Summit which was a, a historic summit. Uh, it was historic. When we say something is historic, it's because it is happening for the first time. There was nothing like it before. Mm -hmm. This summit was historic because, number one, the BRICS has always been five nations. Five, uh, six additional nations now have been added, which means it's now 11 nations. These nations control now the biggest oil and gas outputs in the world. In other words, if you want oil and gas, you must talk to BRICS mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. now on. Mm -hmm. These nations now together, they control the passage between Asia and uh, uh, Asia, Europe and Africa. That's where Canal, that place there where you pass mm. to go eastward, that, that region of logistics. Ethiopia has joined BRICS. Egypt has joined BRICS. 
which means the, the presence of South Africa and lobbying for South African campus to join BRICS has been successful. Saudi Arabia has joined BRICS. Mm-hmm. Iran has joined BRICS. Uh, Argentina has joined BRICS. Mm. Um, uh, United Emirates has joined BRICS. So uh, it is now having many of the big heavyweight nations in the global south or in the so-called uh, non-European or non-major countries. Another thing that has happened is that they've made agreements now to say they want to play, to lobby together, to want to play on the same level playing field. In other words, the United States or any other European country, when they are in the meeting with the United Nations, with the G20 and mm-hmm. any other forum, World Trade Organization, everybody must be equal. Because at the moment, for instance, in terms of the World Bank, mm-hmm. the United States can veto anything. In the United Nations, they've got veto powers, all those things. They are saying every nation must be equal to every nation. Mm. And they can say those things because the amount of power that they now possess means that they set up alternative structures if they want it. They are no longer making empty threats. They are now becoming very, very powerful. Mm. They've identified important areas of collaboration. From an African point of view, they are prioritizing the development of African agriculture. Right. Uh, you know that 65% of undeveloped and unused arable land on earth, 65% of it is in Africa. Which means just on agriculture alone, the wealth of Africa can change. We have agreed that beneficiation of minerals Instead of mining and going to make platinum products in Asia or in Europe, must be made in Northwest or Limpopo or wherever, in the DRC or in any other African place. So they've made those types of, of, of agreements that say, guys, uh, we want an equal partnership and we must look for equal development across all the nations. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's going to be collaboration on science and technology. There's going to be collaboration on energy. As you know, even South Africa, China has even pledged, I forgot to mention, to help South Africa get out of its energy crisis. And so there are a number of areas, whether it's international relations and politics, whether it's military and energy, whether it's people-to-people sports, cultural interaction, tourism interaction. For instance, on the China side, we are in the top 20 of the top preferred tourist destinations for the people of China, South Africa, from them to move to come and tour here, and so on and so forth. So those are the things that have been discussed, and uh, they are now taking a very serious step. Mm. One of the things that is not yet finalized but was very important was that when the nations in BRICS are trading with each other. They must pay each other with local currencies and stop using the dollar. Mm. So there's a commission of ministers to go and attend to that, to say, guys, let's not involve somebody who is not part of us when we're trading. What does America got to do mm. when, I'm bu- when South Africa is buying something from China? Why must we first pay each other in dollars when 
America has got no part in our transaction. Mm. So those are some of the big, big uh, matters that were discussed in the BRICS meeting in Santi. Let me let, let me just ask one question. We we we're almost out of time. Um, should we should we be happy that there's so much? Particularly, I mean, I'm looking at at particularly China. Should we be happy that uh, China is uh, decisively investing so much in South Africa? Uh, what are the risks associated with that? Um. The, you must remember that we uh, as South Africans, in any process of investment, mm. uh, the people invest in people who invest in themselves. So, for instance, if China has opened the book and said, South Africa, can you please supply two times the amount of avocados that you've been supplying to the world, not to one nation. Mm. We can take two times what you are supplying to the world. Just imagine. You are supplying 100 avocados to, to, you, to Europe and other places. They say we'll buy 200 from you. Yeah, that, that. Now, mm-hmm. it's up to you whether you are going to prepare yourself for that. <laughs> and then say, I'm not only going to supply... China only. I'm also going to supply India. I'm also going to supply Japan. So that if one day I quarrel with China, I have got other customers. Because right. the reason why we get stuck, South Africans from sub A at school, we are taught until metric and at university, until PhD, that if you want to do businesses in America and Europe, then when, I, when Europe is not buying avocados, you have nowhere to sell your avocados That's because right. China is not a market to you. Right. So it's a risk that we've created for ourselves. Mm. Why are the avocados not going to Argentina? Why are they not going to Brazil? Why are they not going to Australia? Why are they not going to Indonesia? So this opportunity is opening up our mind mm. to say, think of the world. Don't just think of your former colonial masters only mm. as the only place where you can do business. Let me, yeah, yo, dada, look, I, time is really not on our side. Here's my, here's my question. Maybe let me just pose it as a question and maybe you and I agree to have this conversation and have it, I don't know, plucked somewhere. So it, it's one thing, I mean, the, the, the agreement, the trade agreement and the investment agreement around avocado and uh, energy specifically, those are outside of uh, the BRICS relationship. And, and, and perhaps if you could just clarify that, that is specifically a direct um, a, a relationship between China and South Africa, not necessarily um, as part of the BRICS package. What's the dynamic there? No, you must understand this, that the manifestation of BRICS must be individual contracts between those countries that are in keeping with the BRICS principle. Right, okay. So, for instance, Russia and India collaborate to an amazing level of debt to the extent that, if I'm not mistaken, it's either quarterly or uh, 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 twice a year meeting between ministers. So the Minister of Education of Russia meets the Mm. Minister of Education in India. 
So when you read the statistics of their collaboration, it's so deep. But it's still within the context of BRICS principles. Similarly, uh, I think I was checking the statistics. It's almost every year mm. the president of China visits Russia almost every year to go and make sure that the BRICS uh, relationship that is directly between Russia and China is fully implemented. Sure, sure. Okay. So we have been dragging our feet mm, because we've been mm. busy with corruption and busy with Sondo Commission and scandal. So we've not been able to be saying uh, every year I'll be in China, making sure that deals are flowing from China to South Africa and from South Africa to China. Every year I'll be in Russia getting the best, I'll be in Brazil. We've been busy with everything else. Not exactly the job we're supposed to be doing in order to fully benefit. Got you, Dad. Got you. I think let's leave it right there for today. Uh, it was brief and it leaves a lot of follow-up questions. And I like it that way uh, because it gives us an opportunity to have this follow-up discussion. Dada, if somebody would like to engage you, perhaps even invite you to their church to have these conversations, Christians must be alert. Where do we find you? Uh, you can easily find me on Facebook, Rehoboth Bible Seminar. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, Call me on WhatsApp 083 390 3066. Sandile Leswana. Fantastic. My family, that is indeed uh, Dato Sandile Leswana. He's a media commentator, governance specialist, and academic. And, uh, you know, he speaks to the actual point. Uh, I hope that that conversation was able to, you know, help somebody who's been asking themselves the same questions that I've been asking. What is this whole BRICS about? You know, how does South Africa fit in? And, uh, you know, how do we manage the balance of powers? Where do we, what is our bargaining strength in this whole entire ecosystem? Uh, I'm really hoping to have a follow-up conversation so that we can take it slowly and ask those questions very slowly. But we appreciate Udada for uh, helping us at least get an idea of uh, the conference that was this past week. Two after five, we're crossing over to the latest in the news. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. True, authentic, Christian radio. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Do you read the Word for Today daily devotionals? We wish to ensure that your copy reaches you on time. You can now receive the booklet directly at an address of your choice or via email if you prefer. It's easy. Visit radiopulpit.co.za, select your choice and update your details. Or SMS the word DEVOTIONAL to 37871. You will receive a reply SMS with the options. Alternatively, contact client services on 012-334-1257. Standard rate supply. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.